You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. You are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite hosts, Maria Jordan. And your boy, Karis Jordan. And we are sipping tea while spilling tea. Your girl Maria Jordan, and you are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host. That would be me. And shortly, my co host will be in the building, uh, your boy Karis Jordan. So, thank you so much for tuning in to our show today. We are excited because it's going to be dope. All right, y'all. So, make sure you are um, ready. We are talking to the relationship expert today. Dr. Stacy J. Johnson. So I am excited about this conversation. Um, so make sure you are tuned in. Um, we are also going to be talking today's tea, as you know. Um, so make sure you stay tuned to that. All right. So listen, it's Women's History Month. I am so excited about this month. I am going to give all those roses while they're here. We're going to be talking about some amazing women in history. Women Histories Month is the annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women to events in history and contemporary society. It is celebrated during March in the United States and the United Kingdom and Australia, uh, corresponding with International Women's Day on March 8th and during October in Canada, corresponding with the celebration of Persons Day on October 18th. So I am excited um, about that. I'm excited about this month because, you know, being a woman, being a black woman, um, there's so many women that... um, have inspired me uh, through my career, just through my life in general. And I feel like it's important to highlight um, people while they're alive and even those who have passed, who have set trails and who have uh, helped us to be who we are as well. So um, yes, I'm excited. I'm excited about this month. Um, who who inspires you? What woman has created um, the masterpiece that is you or helped to create is a better way to say that. Um, who's influenced you? Who has put you in a place that made you feel good about yourself? That's what it's about. Um, so, yeah, um, happy Women's History Month, folks. So today we are celebrating poet and civil rights activist Dr. Maya Angelou. Born um, Marguerite. No, it's Marguerite Ann Johnson. Um, Miss Angelo or Dr. Angelo published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, several books of poetry, and is created uh, credited with a list of plays, movies, and TV shows spanning over 50 years. Um, she is definitely one of the people that inspire me and who has inspired me throughout the years. So I am grateful um, to speak on her um, and everything that she has contributed to my life, just being such a positive influence and being such a positive um, woman who spoke, who spoke 
her, she let her voice be heard. So I love that about her. And my co-host is here. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, your boy Karis Jordan is in the building. Yes. Yes. And um, so, yeah, we are excited. So some fun facts about uh, Dr. Maya Angelou. She was six feet tall. Did you know that? I found out yesterday. (laughs) She was six feet tall. That is so cool to know. Um, If you think about it, every time you've seen her, she was always sitting down, really. Like, so. Well, I've seen her at a lot of podiums. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you yeah. really can't tell. You can't TV. tell. Yeah. No, you can't tell. Um, but I was uh, excited to learn that. Um, she also started her artistic career as a dancer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that she started in dance. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool as well. Um, Dr. Maya Angelou spoke six languages. And that's hard. She spoke six languages. Do you know the ones? I don't. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she spoke six languages. Um, So I learned this and I found this quite interesting. Um, Maya didn't speak for five years when she was young because she was sexually assaulted uh, when she was um, a child by her mother's boyfriend and she told her brother and the man was arrested and he spent one day in jail and he was released the next day and when he was released he was actually murdered um and because he was murdered she thought that her voice killed someone so she literally didn't speak as a child for five years yeah that's crazy and just to imagine that something like that and that trip well just imagine all that she has said after you know all she did was share her thoughts and her voice so that's crazy to think and she also had her own hallmark greeting cards so how cool is that very cool oh, and, uh, by the way uh she spoke french spanish hebrew italian and might be saying it wrong fanti something like that a dialect of a kind native to uh, ghana Wow. Uh, I guess English should be the sixth one, I guess, because it says five. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Okay, well, rest in paradise, queen. You definitely made your mark and left your legacy, and we love you. Um, So, yes, that is our, um, the woman we are highlighting today um, in, for one, uh, Women's History Month. So, yeah. All right, but I am excited to talk to our guest today. This is our go-to dating (laughs) and relationship fixer, Dr. Stacey J. Johnson. What's up, girl? Hi, honey. Hey. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Yes. I'm a little concerned about Kara, so he didn't sound as excited. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. Let him know you here, girl. Let him know. (laughs) Uh, How are you? How are you? I'm amazing. Let's come on. Let's bring that energy, that high vibration up here, honey. I, I, got I don't go. bite. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to free the sisters and the brothers. I'm not, I'm, I don't attack people. I don't know what you feel like. I'm about to show up and do it. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm safe. We can do this, though. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you, um, how long How long have you been in the field of, is it considered a therapy or how have you been? How long have you been in your field? 
I am a coach. I am a love mm. coach. I am what I call the Phil Jackson of love. If you want to win in your love life, hey. come on over to my house. Okay? <laughs> you use Phil Jackson. <laughs> yes, baby. Okay. Tell them don't be I hating am... on you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Get into it. It's okay. You see what I'm saying? Get into yes. all of this. So, all right. So, are, are you married? I am not married, but I am very much in love in a life partnership. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So I want to get into there's so much because and oh, my God, we have so many listeners that are so excited to have you on the show. Um, we've already got a list of questions from the listeners, too. You know what? Hold on. I got to go back to Karis. I got to mess with him some more. Oh, I go ahead. Do I'm, it. A, I'm a spiritual coach. What I believe is we are spirit and a body having a human experience. Okay. And my spirit told me to go back to where he just at what he just asked me. See, a lot of people feel that you have to be married to do what I've been doing for the last mm. eight years. Oh, and, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> marriage. My mother was married five times. So if you need me to be mm. married to listen and to honor the words and the and the voice and the change that I can represent in your life, it's a lot of other people out there that you just, if you need that ring on the finger to validate or qualify me, I'm not your girl. Yeah. Because my mother was married five times. My grandmother was married three. Well, so for so- me, I'm more about are you, if you ask me that question, are you happily married? Because mm. there's a lot of people out there that got rings on their fingers and tr- doing what I do that aren't even happily married. Yeah. I say to the people out there who are single, <clears throat> pat yourself on the back right now. Everybody, come on, pat yourself. Because <laughs> you're thinking you got a problem. But what you're doing is you're waiting for the change in yourself so that you can be the love that you want to attract. Because what you know is where you are right now is not the place that could even handle a good man. Mm. Or if you are a man, you know that you're not in a place to even be able to handle a good woman. So all the singles listen, pat yourself on the back, (laughs) okay? Because there's some people out there in marriage who are not even happy happy. with each other, and they looking over on the other side and saying, what did I do? But their their exit strategy isn't going to be a lot deeper than yours to just if you meet a guy and you don't like him or you meet a girl and you don't like her. Yeah. In the end, you, your exit strategy is like, bye, girl. Bye, boy. <laughs> but somebody's waking up trying to figure out, you know, how the hell do I get out of this? this yeah. You're right about that. I feel that. Well, speaking to a, a happily married man. <laughs> no, hey, but, but I'm, I'm glad you actually uh, hit on that topic because... Uh, a lot of people does like is actually relationship coaches or, or whatever like that. The first thing people will say is, well, how they going to uh, teach me something if they're not in a relationship or they're not married? So I'm glad you actually hit on that topic. Yeah, absolutely. because it is a question. And, and it's such and that's such a good point, too. Well, I want to know what inspired you to write your first first book, Date Girl, 143 reasons why I believe women should date multiple men. But it didn't have a quote in, in a quote. Not but but what does it say? Um, with not, no intimacy. With no intimacy. Yes. So what yes. inspired that book? Yes, my mama. Okay, mm. and all of this is from my mother. Rest <laughs> in peace. She died at 56 years old, going wow. through her fifth divorce. Wow. Amen. My grandmother is 90 by herself at home, and and now looking at choices that she made in love back in the day because she married for money. Wow. My mother, being raised by her, she married 
for love, but it really wasn't love. She wanted to help, and 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 she was the one that if you came in one way, she like, ooh, let me see what I, can I do to help what you and I change fix? you yeah. and you know make you mold you into this thing. Yeah. And then you get me in the middle, right? And watching my mother. I mean, my mother would. My mother met one of her husbands at Home Depot. They fell in love. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother met another man who was a drunk. Like it's all she all over the place with her love yeah. because she didn't ever have the tools and the skills to understand the love that she needed to be to attract the love that she wanted to attract. So mm. to answer your question, how I came up with my book was my mother was my mother died in my arms wow. um, 15 years ago. Oh, it was it was my mother is still with me. So to me, after years of mourning her, would I understand the the um, God, the level that she has ascended to? Mm-hmm. She could have never been the mother on earth the way she is now. Amen. So mm-hmm. I, I celebrate her every day. She's here with me right now. T- tell them, girl. Tell them what my <laughs> Okay? So when I looked at my mother and she died in my arms, before she died, more than anything, she sh- she told me that she wanted to show me that love worked. We never talked about how, why, and how, how and why my mother ended up in these very tumultuous relationships, mm-hmm. right? And when she told me that and she passed away, I thought about was she going to show me that? But she loved me enough to keep trying because that's what mothers do. They never take your hands off. They never take their hands off of you. And the pain of what she wanted to show me, what I realized after she died was I would meet a guy. I would go out five times and I don't care who you are. I'm your girlfriend. I I, I Mm. am your girlfriend. I know how to love you. Girl, no, you don't. That's what I thought, though. I know yeah. how to be there for you, but I, I realized I had all the topical stuff. I was a good woman. I was loyal. I was supportive. You know, I could cook. You know, I'm from Memphis, honey, so I could cook. All of all that excuse me for cursing, y'all. All that stuff that didn't mean anything to anybody is yeah. when you talk about how a relationship is built. So what I decided to do was to be an experiment. And my book came out in 2000. 15. So this this uh, my first book, the one that you're talking about, yeah, in 2015. Yeah. So I would meet a guy. I would I, I would go out five times and I make myself a girlfriend. I was like, Mm-mm, that ain't working. That ain't it, Stacey. <laughs> because you become a man's wife for three or five years because I was a serial monogamous, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. something horrible would have to happen, Maria. I mean, he would have to, I mean, start dating my friend or lie to me or have a baby or. Start emotionally oh, wow. abusing me. So big forward. things had to happen. Exactly. Mm. For me to say, it's time to leave. Because that's what I would see in my mother. My mother would never leave until she had, she was getting a butt beat. You know, her, yeah. I, you know, by one of my stepfathers. Or there was drugs involved. He was a drug addict. Or, you know, he had another child. It would have to be something dramatic. So because yeah. I was my mother's child... That's the only way I would leave. Yeah. So then wow. I said, so what if I just started dating? No mm-hmm. sex, no sex. And just dating and, and just enjoying the journey, finding a way through the journey to just enjoy it. Mm. And not with any commitment with anyone, just j- date and be on the journey. What I realized First of all, the most shocking thing is, girl, I would be, because <laughs> I was the one back in the day, I would date somebody. I'd be like, okay, you want me to be like, what? Okay, yeah. no, let me change into that. Oh, yeah. You know, let me. And people do that yeah. even subconsciously. 
you know, yes. you just as a woman naturally being someone who wants to please, you 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 look at okay, well these are the things that this person likes. This is what I'm going to do. And you kind of lose yourself in some cases trying mm-hmm. to to please the person you're with without taking into account the things that you want and the things that you like. Exactly. So I would do that in most of my relationships. So when I started on this journey of just dating, just dating, date, 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 just dating, just getting to know people. But I realized it would be hilarious because I would be on some dates with some guys, maybe our third or fourth date or whatever. He'd be like, I really love how you do X, Y, and Z. And then I'd be like, thinking to myself, well, shucks, the last guy, I tried to change myself from even doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. And and you you see, it's so true. I was going to say, like, even with my husband, so when we met, he talks all the time about our first date. I had been single for a while. And I was at a point where it was like, you know, either you like it or you don't. And so we're at at lunch, and he, I'm like, listen, I don't eat no salads. I'm eat, I eat regular food. I'm not trying to, and I eat, eat. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you know, just myself at that time. And he'll say, like, uh, and babe, you can speak on this too. Like, oh, well, that was what I liked about you. You were honest, um, mm-hmm. and you weren't really putting on this you know show for me and he and he'll say all the time like these women always do that they always put on a show that was kind of something different is that yeah i mean because if you think about it like uh usually when people meet they they meet they uh how should i say this force representative like representative (laughs) because the first couple of months you you trying to get to learn someone but in actuality you always learning someone every day you know even when you're married Mm -hmm. you know every day like my wife she can change something or she can experience something and it can change her mannerisms or how she think and i believe like you know uh a lot of people men and women they like let's let's be honest like you know whatever the woman <clears throat> excuse me whatever the woman is actually sitting there like when a guy actually meets a, a, a woman and she's telling them things he usually is going to agree with everything she says, just to, you know, <laughs> try to uh, adapt to yeah, and impress who she is, uh, but not being himself. And, and that's why a lot of relationships actually, I believe, don't work, because when a woman actually finds out the real person, she, she didn't. And vice versa. Yeah, she didn't I think like that's that both ways. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, so for me, with the book, that's basically how it came up. I mm-hmm. decided to just date. The premise of the book is single women give their most precious gift, monogamy, to men who have yet to show themselves deserving. So I started showing up on dates being fully myself. Now, there were some parts of myself, y'all, that over the last, I both wrote this book um, in 2015. A a second edition came out in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, And because I wanted to include include a workbook in the book. Because what I found was on this journey of, of dating, I knew, I understood how it switched myself into these different people, depending on what guy, whatever he wanted. But what I realized at the core of even the goodness of me was the lack of skills and tools to even understand how to date. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or to understand how people really connect from real places instead of, like you were saying, Karis, the performing, or I think, Maria, you said it, 
performing, you know, mm -hmm. on dates. So there still had to be, there wasn't, because some of the, some total of us is trauma, drama yeah. and negative. Yeah. So then I had to, I realized that some of the passive talk I would do to guys, you know, well, you know, we're not that close yet. So we're not that close. What his experience of you could be totally different. What you talking about? We, why don't you assert yourself lady and say, this is what I feel yeah. where I am. You see what I'm saying? So on that journey to dating, I realized that there was a lot of work that I needed to do on myself to really make sure that I was, uh, I became a good date. Because remember, by the age of 35, I'd only dated five people in my life because the relationship, those five people mm. took me over like 15 years wow. because the relationship would be so long yeah. to where I would not leave. Yeah. So I did not know how to date in all of the my dating experience. I was an unhealthy dater. I was yeah. unhappy. I was exhausted. I was miserable. But I, it was along the journey. I kept going because I said, you know what? What I'm realizing is I'm growing. I became more self-discovered through mm -hmm. all of these dates about myself. It became less about them or what I was going to learn about myself. After every date, I then asked myself questions, how I felt. Mm. Was I responding like who, what I believed or was I performing? Yeah. So the more I dated, the more I became self-discovered. I became more empowered. I stopped settling because I knew, oh, there are men out there. I just was committing to everybody prematurely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I started walking in the power of my feminine energy over the years. I started understanding what that was. To then now, that was 2015. I started writing the book in 2013. My mother died in 2005. Mm -hmm. Now, 2021, for the last eight years, everything that I've learned along my journey, everything that I've learned, I intentionally, back in the day, drove Uber because I wanted to talk to more people outside of just my beautiful brown people. I wanted mm. to talk to people because sometimes, you know, people can have all these degrees from these books, but baby, are you talking to people? Yeah. So over that's the true. course of the two over the course of the two years that I drove Uber, I literally made myself drive Uber. What I discovered, I talked to twenty five hundred people and I coached them for my car. And what people would tell they would leave the on Uber Wow, I'd never had an Uber ride like that. That woman really spoke into my life. She listened to my story and she gave me. Because in Uber, what Uber allowed me to do was talk to everybody. I talked to people from 40-some different countries, talked to them about their problems. They would literally get in the car and open up to me. And I believe, for real, for real, that's why I can call me the Phil Jackson of coaching, <laughs> of love coaching. Because ain't nobody talked to the number of people I've talked to from all of the cultures just by going to school and getting book education. Mm -hmm. Love is a human experience. It is. It you truly is. You have to talk to a human yeah, to understand their perspective on, yeah. on things. So let me ask you this. What do you think the biggest problem in today's relationship is? Oh, the first one is people want to show up and act like they deserve your love before they even you even know who they are and they even know who you are. They mm -hmm. want to connect before the connection happens. They want the consistency before ladies, who are you? They mm -hmm. want the consistency before man, who are you? A man might say, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody yeah. wants to show up in this recycled show up social media society. 
and they want it to be all there for them. And they mm. don't want to, ha- they don't have the responsibility of showing up or and being the love yeah. they want to attract. They so, just want to take. So take, do you, take, take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, so do you think that, well, let me ask you this. Are relationships complex or do we make them more difficult than they have to be? Um, people are complex. Mm. We make relationships more difficult than they have to be. Understanding the complexity of the individual who had a life before you, mm-hmm. who had experiences before you, who, who made them believe and think a certain way. That's why I stand on being the love you want to attract. If a fool show up and scream at you, just know he is a fool at that moment. That is how he is used to expressing himself mm-hmm. by all of the previous love. Don't mm-hmm. allow him to take you off your mark. Be yeah. the love you want to attract. A, 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 a be what I call um, emotional intelligence, emotional regulation. You know, mm-hmm. understanding this person, trying to really figure them out. Now, if they are a damaged spirit, you still be the love you want to attract in extra stage left. You still never okay. allow people to take you off uh, your mark. Okay, oh, you so that, that's the... with a person yes. is talking down and you and cursing at you. But That's if you important. allow them to move you from your mark of who, what did I say? Being the love you want to attract, then they you allow them to take your your joy from you, your grace from you, to take you off your mark. To then you done worked all this, you done done all this work on yourself, <laughs> signed up for my I want a good man university so you can understand <laughs> tools and skills and all of that. And now this man then come in and took you off your mark. You ain't done no work. You like the fat girl. You like the fat girl who says the fat girl who lives in front of me who likes pound cake. Yeah. And when I go on a diet, what I say is, oh, I'm good. I'm good. But I ain't put no pound cake in the house. But what yeah. about if I put some pound cake in the house? That tells me if the fat girl inside of me has really grown. Yeah. Okay, you see what I'm saying? What it matter? So you allow that you allow that man to take you off your mark. When stay on your mark, baby. Stay on your mark. You allow that woman to take you off your mark. If she come in and she doing something crazy, stay on your mark. Be the yeah. love you want to attract. Get the tools and skills that you need to attract. And, 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 and be in a healthy romantic relationship. I'm sorry, y'all. This is like my ministry. And because no, I'm on the phone, I, I can't it. see y'all. Amen. Once I start I talking, God, yes, I, I get it. And it I get it. No, I love it. So with okay. that, what are your thoughts on the whole phrase, ride or die, chick? Like, ride or die. You, the whole sound of it sounds scary. Don't ride it. or die. Damn. <laughs> So, like, you know, a lot of men will say, I want a ride or die chick. I want somebody who's going to be there for me through the good and the bad and, and everything. I need you to just be there and be there through everything. And that's what makes a good woman. What are your thoughts on that when it's like, when do you exit stage left? When you know the man is not, let me say, first of all, the ride or die sounds scary, but being there for your partner is not scary. Yeah. Being there when your partner is going through something, but that ride or die don't sound sexy to me at all. It never has. Yeah. But, you know, ride or die? Damn. I, excuse me, y'all. I got to die? Like, for real? Like, I, 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 now? Yeah, it's just I got a... too much to live for. God has purpose in me. I got to die? Yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's just a slang but, term. But, no, no, no. But I'm saying we become the thoughts that we say. That is not healthy. 
you become what you know. Words are very powerful in our lives. I, you know, no and joke, I, th- I think right? that, like, when you look at people, especially guys who are from maybe uh, go through a lot or in that life or whatever it may be, they really do nah, put baby. the scale on, baby. are you riding with no. me? Yeah, they just want someone to be there for them. It's just another thing. I'm just telling you. It's okay, so when's, what's the limit? Me. What's the limit? When When is it like maybe when you get locked up? Like when is it like, okay, so am I supposed to be with you? We in love and you get locked up. Am I supposed to be with you for 10 years and, and just ride or die right, that so thing out? Just let take, me, the, let just me take the dive part out there. Take the dive part let out. Me, <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. I am, again, a spiritual coach. From mm-hmm. the inside out, there's no way, or it's what your spirit is telling you. There are women who do wait on their husbands, yeah. and I have nothing that you see what I'm saying. But if their husbands are not depositing life into them while they're away, if they're if they aren't making any light deposits, L I G H T, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meaning being the character of the man who they are, going through something bad. I can go through the bad with you if you are the character of the man, because that's the difference in character traits and personality traits. Mm. The character of a man can never be challenged because it is his character. Mm. The character of a woman can never be challenged because it is the essence of her character. Now, if you are trying to be in a character that you ain't, and then you want me to still ride or die with you, if I find out that character ain't there, Oh, well, shit, I got to go. Because the character can never be challenged. You see what I'm saying? A person who is a person who is who they are, they're going to be that even through hard times. They may just be a good person going through hard times. That's who you stick around for. But you cursing at me, you beating me, you talking down to me, you doing that, I got to go. That's when you go. If a person is eating at your soul, if you can't reach them, if they're pushing you away, that's something different because people have their time and space that they have to deal with things. So that's the man that, yeah, you stick because he's pushing because as a woman who is being the love I want to attract, I understand how people push away when mm-hmm. they really want to hold you close. So I'm going to stay there for him. But yeah. if he's calling you all sorts of MFB, this, da 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 da, da you ain't this, you a, wife, you a lousy wife cheating on you and you're up mm-hmm. to what? Yeah. So. Yeah, that's so, when you leave. You don't stay for that, men or women. If a woman is doing that to a man, man, bye. Exit, please. Run from her. She is toxic. <laughs> so is there a blueprint to a successful relationship, or do you have to look at uh, each situation individually? I think I know the answer to that, but I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, it, it, it's individual. That's why coaching, and, and, and he, there are 7.2 billion people in the world with 7.2 billion ways to love them, period. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I start in saying get the tools and skills that you need to attract a healthy person. Yeah. And even through the health of who they are, there's still going to be some days that you wake up and be like, what in the world? Yeah. But you believe the character that the person has shown you prior to that. And you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what's been your biggest challenge in your career? Um, have you ever faced like a situation where the relationship you feel was not fixable? Uh, or, 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 or do you yes. think, or do you think course, all relationships when, is fixable? If um, you when the relationship can't be fixable, if the two people are not willing to fix it. You, 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 yeah, yeah, that's not that, that I've been in situations like that 
you know, one person wants it and another person don't. Yeah. This is Denise the broker and you're listening to Afternoon Tea. I don't tell people how to love. I, again, I'm spirit and a body having a human experience. So Mm -hmm. is my client. I reach her at her spirit so she can understand why she's leaving. I'm not one, oh, girl, you should leave him. Mm-mm, he, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the spirit of my coaching. That's not how God speaks through us. Yeah. I won't freak nobody out, but I believe God speaks through me to my clients sometimes. Whether your God is Buddha, Allah, whoever he is, child, whatever works for you, mine is God. But I do believe I have a spiritual gift that speaks life into people in the area of love and on the journey to it. Through yeah. it, with it, whatever. That is my gift. No, that I is believe. not anything. Yeah, I that believe that. I, I believe that God speaks through people every day. You know, that's kind of what He does, even with the pastor. The pastor ain't Jesus. Um, he's speaking Amen. through him. Um, but yeah, all right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna be back with our relationship expert or coach. We'll call it later. She told me to say her title was coach, uh, Doctor <laughs> Stacy J. Johnson. Bill Jackson. Johnson. Yes, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. <laughs> hey, this is Bethy with Rich University, and I'm on Afternoon Tea with Maria and Karis Jordan. This is Denise the Broker, and you're listening to Afternoon Tea Radio. What's up, people? This is Zimzon speaking. You're listening to Afternoon Tea. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Vivica Fox. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been rescuing animals during hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. But Mother Nature isn't the only danger animals face. Sometimes it's human nature. Every year, six million animals are abandoned and more than a million are euthanized. You can be a hero to animals in need of rescue and adoption at AmericanHumane.org. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment. Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows. Well, isn't that special? All on one app. Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. It's your baby shady baby know the name. Yeah, this is afternoon tea. You listening to? Check it out. Yo, 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 this your man, Mr. 23, Henderson Maddox, straight out of Atlanta. I'm on Afternoon Tea Radio with Maria Jordan and Karis Jordan. What's up? What's up? It's Moneta Shaw, and I am on the radio with the Afternoon Tea. Take a sip. I always knew that we were meant to be together. Oh. And when you read this, you're going to know it, too. I think think that says it all. If your idea of heaven is driving down a winding country road in France in an elegant racing machine with soft music on the stereo, a couple of Philly cheesesteaks in the glove compartment. Okay, just take it and and read it at your leisure and call me. And if I'm not in, I'll be picking up the cheesesteak. Last night I paged you. Just checking on you. Wasn't nothing major. Just wanted to know how you be. I was wondering if I could see, see you. Girl, I'm on the way. Put your best dress on. Gonna clear your day. I'ma take the stress off, baby. We can take off. Tell me what you say. Oh, yeah. You can turn yourself on. Oh, yeah. And I'ma take the load off. Oh, yeah. 
yourself on love. I'ma take the load off loving you. Just you. I know your day was bright and crazy. I'ma help you keep your mind sane. So how about you and I switch it up, press start, change all yo Running through my mind, marathon style, yo Got me geeked up like a little child, yo Work too hard, you need to come play So shout it, come and swing my way <laughs> Girl, I'm on the way Girl, I'm stressed on, gonna clear your day So gonna take the stress off, baby Take off, tell me what you say You can turn yourself on All right, y'all, you just heard our Indie Artist of the Week, Sherrod Virtuoso, with Aw, Yeah. Make sure you check it out. Uh, we'll have them posted on the website on AfternoonTRadio.com. Dope song. Shout out to Sherrod. And today we are speaking to our lovely guest, Dr. Stacy J. Johnson. <laughs> Bill Jackson. What's up? <laughs> What's up, girl? <laughs> What'd you say, Karis? What'd he say? You he keep say calling Jackson you Phil Jackson. Jackson. What'd he say? Yeah. He's just calling you Phil Jackson, girl. He's calling you Phil Jackson. Yes, honey. The Phil Jackson of love. That's that's what it is. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. So how important is therapy, do you feel, um, in, in a relationship? And um, do you think that that's something that every couple eventually should go through? Mm-hmm. I believe that therapy is crucial. But I believe that therapy should come different and in the space before most people get it. Most hmm. people get it right before they're married. Well, yeah. shit, you done said I do already. You done said yes. Girl, yes. you see what I'm saying? So you to think therapy ther- should be in relationships while you're dating? I believe that therapy, the couple should, because sometimes a therapist um, will help you to discover certain things about each other mm-hmm. that you alone possibly would not because you don't have the wherewithal, or you live in fear, you scared you're going to lose him, or you scared you're going to lose her. I believe before you say I do, before that um, that investment in that ring, I do believe, honestly, that there should be some therapy because with a therapist or a love coach, whichever, uh, with a therapist, you can, if you're talking about couples therapy, you can discover, yeah, 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 if you're you're specifically about couples therapy, you can discover something that you may not have along the journey, Mm -hmm. and the therapist can then, in their own way, help you through that. I believe that a coach will help you discover things too, but it's different. A therapist can have you on the couch for years. A coach, (laughs) girl, you're going to be on that couch for years, for real. (laughs) 
And that's great. That's great because sometimes that's needed. I believe they really work hand in hand. If you're a couple, it's good to have. And you are almost at your, you feel like there's a connection to where you guys are now building a life. You're looking to building a life together. I believe a therapist and a coach at the same time. So what's because the difference? Because why that therapist is, get, is, is helping you through some things. A coach is going to give you something different. What's a the therapist, difference? Yeah. A therapist is going to help you in understanding a lot of past trauma mm. that maybe is, is stopping or has a pull on the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or how you guys are communicating. Right. Or how you're not communicating, which is still communicating, meaning you're being passive. You're brushing a lot of things under the rug. You don't want to rustle any feathers because you love each other and you think that's the way you're supposed to do. A therapist will do that and it'll be a constant communication because therapists, what they do is a lot of listening. Right. I I do a lot of listening, but I'm going to put a game plan right there to take care of that problem. Mm. And then, okay, what else you got? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's more focused on specifically, okay, what is it that you have an issue with? What is it that you have an issue with and how do we fix it? Exactly. That is coaching. Just like, because my goal is if we fix it, guess what? I'm the fixer. So that means we win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, So what do you think is the most important element in a marriage or relationship period? understanding that we both have an experience that happened way before you entered my life mm-hmm. and to be and to be a partner in that experience if you're signing up to love me hmm. like but that. but know at the heart of who I am is the character that I showed you even before I acted out that day okay. and trusting that that person did not disappear from this one or two situations yeah yeah. So like if we were sitting at your on your couch or however you know these sessions go, <laughs> what would you say? What would how, how does this thing work? What's the assessment? Come on. Give us give us some marriage love coaching. Uh well, first of all, we would we would talk because there has to be an exploration stage, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have to become in a because of how I coach Again, we're spirit and a body having a human experience. No matter how you walk into my office adorned by all of your clothing, bags, and things, yeah. right? I feel your spirit first. I feel the spirit of your partner first, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. how I, I'm looking for that. What do yeah. I feel when these people walk in my, my space? You know, not anybody really walking in nobody's space right now. But <laughs> what do I feel when I'm looking at you through Zoom and things like that? Yeah. What is coming through your body? What's the energy? Energy and everything, mm-hmm. right? So then I would, we would then go through a, a space of exploration and you, we would talk. Mm. And then I would see, because a lot of times people believe that communication is just the words that you say out of your mouth. Communication is tone, body language, mm-hmm. it, it, and the words. And as crazy as it sounds, the words is the least percent of the 100% of uh, how people can, how communication is received. Yep. So I would be checking those things out. And then we would have a conversation. And then after we explore, because I am a coach, I'm going to, and I have to get an alignment. If I see something that's damaged in there, the way we're communicating or in a specific, I'm going to coach that situation. Oh, stop. Okay, there it is. Let's talk about that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And my goal is that every time you leave from me, you have something to work on actively. Love is an action word. Mm-hmm. Love, love is an action word, right? So mm-hmm. then you have something to work on. And then each time we're exploring more. 
We're confronting after we explore, and then I'm giving you something action to do. Uh, we're not going to be on my couch an hour and two hours without <laughs> something to do to immediately yeah. talk about something to get you to another place with each other. Mm. Mm. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, what do you think about what is it? Uh, what do you think about love languages? Oh, I love them. I think, oh, child, yes, honey. We talk about them. Because <laughs> you could be loving me in one way, and I ain't like, that ain't nothing Not even me. receiving because, it, right? You, you, yeah, it's not even. And I, I, I love that book. And I love, if you understand what love languages mean, if a couple can understand that, that's a battle. That's a battle, like, one. Because at the end of the day, say, for instance, you're, you're, you think you're filling my love tank. Mm-hmm. But you're not. It's but in your mind, true. you are. It's so true. And what people I, f- I find, um, they know what their love language is and how they like to receive love. And so they give love in that way. But that might not be the way that your partner receives love. So me doing acts of service all day long and my husband may be physical touch is not sh- and where I'm thinking I'm showing you how much I love you by doing all of these things and he's like girl <laughs> this ain't working for me <laughs> <laughs> so okay so I have a question could could a love language change or, or is that just built in it does like, could it change it changes no it absolutely changes but okay. let me say this to dig a little deeper with what you just said Maria it even is as deep as a lot of people know what their two, their top two are, mm-hmm. and they look at those. But really, for a relationship, when you are in a committed relationship, if my four is physical touch, but your one is physical touch, I know that I need to work hard. I have to literally step outside my body if you are the man that I want to love to give you what you need. It's mm-hmm. not going to come natural. That's mm-hmm. where the sacrifice comes from when you say you want somebody as your life partner. It's mm-hmm. not, oh, we're not gelling. It's, that's not how you love. So you have to know that you have to consciously put it in your phone, child. Put it on your counter. I yeah. need to rub this man's shoulder today, honey. Because, you know, that's <laughs> how he, you know, whatever works. That's what a coach yeah. gives you. That's what I would tell my client. Baby, if that's not you, what you need to do, sis, let me tell you, okay, you need to put it in your phone. I need to get you to your finish line with him, okay? Yeah. You need to put it in your phone. You need to write it on a board. You need to do whatever. whatever. When you go to the bathroom, put it in your Bible if you breathe the Bible on the toilet. Whatever you need to do, you need to remind yourself because who you are built as is not going to organically initially give that to him. It's yeah. always going to be work because that's not how you built but that's okay. This is who you say you want to love, right? All right, so let's figure out how we're going to do this thing. You know, Which one works for you, the calendar or putting it next to the toilet <laughs> in your body? So with that, though, with that, though, is it, uh, is it uh, changing yourself in that type of situation? Like if you're, okay, well, this is, uh, this is not natural to me. This is not necessarily what I want to do, but this is how he receives. So let me change all this up. Is that changing who you are and what's natural to you and what makes you happy to make them happy love is love and relationship is just that google it relationship Mm -hmm. (laughs) you gotta there has to be a part of you that steps outside of you because of who this person has shown up and shown you the character traits that you want now if you want to fall in love with yourself and love yourself and want everybody to do everything exactly how you wanted to 
Oh, then go marry your damn self. Excuse me. See, oh, y'all, the Lord is working on me. Um, um, this is daytime go, radio. Go marry yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to you need to be in the house and answer yourself exactly yeah. how you want because that's not how it works over here on this side of happy happy relationship. Yeah, there's yeah. always a sacrifice and a compromise. The character and mm-hmm. a compromise. Mm-hmm. The character of the individual means more to me. Is he worth it? You know, or do I want to go out there and find me somebody that has the same top two or top three that I have? Mm -hmm. And guess what? He don't have a character that this other man has. And then and then it might change in a year. (laughs) What you say? I said, and then it might change in a year. (laughs) Exactly. Life circumstances changes things. You know. So is there a specific role for men and women in relationships, like feminine or even or masculine? Wait, say that one more time. So, is there? Go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, is there, or he was saying, is there a specific role for men and women in relationships, or I'll say like, uh, like feminine or masculine roles? You know, because some people are same sex, but is there like a specific role that every that each party should play? Well, I say this. First of all, we all have masculine and feminine energy, both men and women, right? Mm-hmm. You do, each one of us still has a majority of one and the other one is not. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. most majority masculine, so I'm not talking about gender, okay? Love who you love, all right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a difference, but everybody, male and female, whatever your choice is, whatever, whatever you choose to show up in your life as, doesn't mean I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking about who you choose to show up in your mm-hmm. life as. Mm-hmm. There is one is more than the other, right? Polarities yeah. always work. A majority masculine man is not going to want a majority feminine, a masculine woman at home. Now she can be majority masculine with her kids, planning, <laughs> strategizing, you know, you know, um, all of that stuff, doing a lot. She can be all that at her work. But this majority masculine man is going to want, honey, see, look, even when I start to talk about the feminine energy, he's going to want to attach and, and, and connect with a, mm. the polarity of what he is not. So when he's in the home, honey, he is not going to want all that, okay? Yeah. We have to be exactly and honestly at the heart and core of my methodology is studying the, the power that is within feminine energy and studying, studying how do we as feminine energy women master love with mm-hmm. our partners? What is the, what is, how have I been um, traditionally trained to communicate and to accept as my being a woman in a relationship? How yeah. is that truly different than what he needs? Because a lot of us have been trained and had to become these majority masculine women to survive as single women in Uh this world. Uh With me, I coach my girls to take their fist down because love cannot find you with your fist up. Just know that you got me, okay? As long as I'm here. (laughs) We're going to get you there, boo. Okay. So, so, okay, how do you, how should I say this? How do you fix the people that, because there's people out there that, men, men or women, that... Let's say, for instance, um, wasn't no 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 physical, verbal, no type of abuse, no cheating, no nothing in a relationship, but they still come to their partner and be like, you know, um, I just don't want to be in this. Is th- is that a a thing where they gotta actually seek therapy to find out what happened to them in their past that they don't they have that thing that they just don't want to settle down with anyone? 
they don't want to settle down with anyone or they don't want to settle down with this person. You know how like uh, that's that's a good one too. But you know how it's people out there that just don't want a relationship. They just they stay with their partner for like year, two years, but then they just like you know what when they when they feel as though it's about to get really serious, they just run away from it. And there's no type of verbal abuse. There's no nothing. I guess that's considered commitment issues. Um, well, let me say this. I've talked to many, many people, and if I talk to them long enough, their reasons for not wanting a relationship has nothing to do with really what a healthy relationship is. Mm-hmm. It's just trauma and, and really not being able to figure it out, and they keep running in circles, ending up the same way because they are the same. Yeah. You know, nobody is getting help. It's interesting that, you know, I've met people who didn't want to get married, right? Yeah. But they always say, I don't want to die alone. I want to know that I'm in a, I have someone that I've loved and I know that love is, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I want that. But I've never met someone and talked to them. And if they did say that, Karis, I could say that if I talked to them long enough, they would probably share, I just can't get it right and I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of putting myself out yeah. there. Men and women and, and ending up with the same thing. So their reason is not more them it's more the fear of it really taking them out you know this next time and i think um to comment on your question babe um i think that there is something there it just because it's not shared like when you said there hasn't been any verbal or physical or mental abuse or something there's something there might not have anything to do with the partner but there's something that that person isn't sharing or there's something that is not happening for them not to want to continue, you know, who you don't just like, oh, okay, I'm scared. Let me walk away. There's something happening that makes someone be like, whether they admit it or not, in my opinion. Mm, I would challenge that. Not always. So y'all think sometimes people are just scared of sometimes you can pray for something and it show up. And because you're so damaged from what happened before, that you don't know how to receive but it. So the easier point. part is to walk away. So that's my or point, to... the damage from mm-hmm. the something before. Like there's always oh, okay. something. It's never just a person out there who, I, in my opinion, and if they are, please mm-hmm. call in. Um, there's never a person who's just like, you know what? Yeah, this I'm happy and we're happy in this relationship, but I'm good. There's a reason for the, nah, I'm ready to move move on and move away. Oh, Whether yeah. I thought you were saying there was a reason in the individual that they didn't want to be with. No, the reason is themselves. Yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Is. There's yeah. always something okay. there within that person. Or in oh, some yeah, cases, yeah. it might be something within the relationship that they're not getting to, that they're just not sharing what that is. They expect. I think the biggest thing is knowing, communicating, not just how you feel, but realizing how that person receives communication as well because you spilling out your guts don't mean that they're listening or understanding or perceiving what you're saying um Mm -hmm. so i think that one important factor in just communication in general is trying to understand how someone receives and retains information which goes back to what i said in the beginning getting to know your partner people are wanting to show up before it's really Mm -hmm worthy of another person to show up for him. A lot of women want consistency. Girl, who are you? This man just met you. He ain't got to call you every day. (laughs) Even if y'all have five good dates, he's still getting to know you. And lady over here, man, who do you think you are? This woman did not, you you are having this experience with her, but she's not having the experience that you're having. Give everything the time that it needs to fully develop. 
that's why people I always say, going back to my story, I didn't know how to date. Yeah. I didn't know, and I kept, I didn't know how to date. I did. I've been in five relationships in 20 years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, we, and we hate it because we don't know how to do it. We go to high school. We figure if we get good grades in high school, then there's a graduation where you can graduate and then you can go to college if you apply. To love, our mamas just and daddies just push us out there. Find a boyfriend, find a girlfriend. Or they, they don't even say that. You just figure, ooh, I like this boy. Yeah. Ooh, I like this girl. And you figure it out. Instead of respecting human connection and getting some tools and skills. I have an organization called I Want a Good Man University. Specifically, I said good man. I'm, the, I'm a wordsmith. I put that in there because anybody can have a man. But how can you get and attract a good man? And it has nothing to do with what a lot of these coaches are out there telling people, you know, breaking them down, breaking out, call them soul stealers, telling people because you got two kids and you, you know, you're a low value woman. So you can't attract a high value man because what size are you? What's your number? You can't be a seven. You can't be a seven. Yeah. You got to be a, you know, all of that stuff. Those people who are doing that, first of all, they're doing it for clicks. Second of all, they're soul stealers. Yeah. Because a coach, you're never going to leave me and want to go split your wrist. Yeah. Because I'm always going to give you a play. That's what coaches do. We give you plays to win. So what else do you have coming up, and how can everyone stay in touch with you? Yes, yes, yes. Stay in touch with me. My Instagram is just date girl, just date girl. I do coach singles and couples. I have some male clients, not as many males. I have more couples and single women. Um, I have an organization called I Want a Good Man University. Literally, I can be your coach, ladies, for $15 a month. Hello. A a subscription for $15 a month. You can be a part of my I Want a Good Man University. Yes, it's about numbers. It's not about charging people too much. Now, if you want to coach with me one-on-one, that's another story. But if you want to at least just dip your toes in the pond, right? Mm-hmm. $15. Say, I'm going to dip my toes in this pond for $15 a month for the next six to eight months with Stacey. Multiply that out. A whole year, it ain't about yes. 180 Are you worth that, right? Are you worth that? Is what you say you want different than what you're getting right now worth that? That's the answer you got to yeah. ask. If you ask a no, girl, you don't need to be nowhere near me anyway because <laughs> I'm, I'm the wrong one for you, okay? But the ladies who did say yes. JustDateGirl.org, JustDateGirl.org. Be a VIP member. That's a 15. The VIP is $15 because then you get a private Facebook group where I'm constantly in there answering questions, pushing women through. You have my personal cell phone number. I am your coach along the way. Do something different to get something different. JustDateGirl.org. Um, and my Instagram is at JustDateGirl. I like, I, I like your wordplay. i love it thank Thank you you. so much for joining us today you have been just a gem thank you for being so honest and so candid absolutely make sure you guys are following dr stacy j johnson aka phil jackson (laughs) and we appreciate you thank you for being our guest thank you so much you all have a blessed day bye-bye bye-bye Okay, so today's quarter of the day is we delight in beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. I'm going to say that again. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. That's by Dr. Maya Angelou. Yes, guys. Make sure you are 
following us on Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta on IG and Afternoon Tea Radio on Facebook. And you can visit AfternoonTeaRadio.com and our personal sites, IamMariaJordan.com and KarisJordan.com. Yes. Yeah. Make sure you guys are tuned in next week as well. It's a good show. Um, it's going to be a good show. All right, y'all. Yeah, Stay blessed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your boy, Karis Jordan. And your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And make sure you tune in every Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah. 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 Yeah.